0: Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, welcome to Market View with me, Ryan Huang. Let's get you up the speed of what's happening in the markets. And looking across Asia, it is a screen of green so far. And looking at what we have across markets, we've got Japanese markets higher by 0.6%. And where we are right now for Australian markets, also pretty much the same. And look at Korean markets, we have them also in the green by 0.5%. So it's a good start to Tuesday. And this tracks the positive handover overnight on Wall Street. And let's take a look at the action there. We've got the Dow Jones Industrial Average but up by over 400 points or 1.3% to 31,500. And the S&P 500 gaining 1.2% to 3,797. And for both of them, that is the highest levels since September 20. And this is just a reflection of the risk-on mood coming back for a second day in a row. The Nasdaq Composite up 0.9% to 10,953. So what is driving the markets higher? You've got investors assessing weaker-than-expected economic data, and that is just raising the possibility that the Federal Reserve might pull back on their aggressive rate hikes by the end of the year. So clinging on to hopes of a Fed pivot. And this being driven by last Friday's report in the Wall Street Journal, which is reporting that the Federal Reserve is likely to use its upcoming meeting in November to debate whether to trim the size of its rate hike in December. And we also have a batch of data overnight on Monday, and this is showing a meltdown in the PMI numbers for Europe and the US, where the readings were worse than expected. So that data compounding investor expectations that the Fed might back off from its ultra-hawkish policies. Now, of course, in the UK, we've got a new Prime Minister set to be in office and that is Rishi Sunak and that seemed to lift the mood in Europe stock markets which gained 1.4% all sectors and major bosses in positive territory you've got utilities construction retail and media stocks all up more than 2%. And let's bring Raushan now into the conversation. Raushan, you've been tracking the news, so what stood out for you?
1: Yeah, certainly. I agree with you, Ryan. Plenty of eyes will be on the UK with the incoming Rishi Sunak as well. But also on the radar for investors will be the
0: earnings season wrapping up, especially with tech mm. names. Ramping up with Tech in Focus this week. And let's take a look at what we can expect down the week tomorrow. We have the likes of Alphabet. Chipotle, Microsoft, Visa, Coca Cola, Mattel, General Motors, UPS, all just on Tuesday night. And this is going to lead up to the likes of tomorrow's action. We've got Meta Platforms, Facebook Parent, uh, Ford Motor, Boeing, Kraft Heinz. And then down the week, we have the big ones to watch out for in the names like McDonald's, Apple, Intel. ExxonMobil, Chevron. So you can see it's a big mix of different industries and of course a lot of tech names. And we had a bit of a curtain raiser last week when Snap showed its earnings well beating expectations somewhat but not enough to lift the mood for investors because of the outlook where they talked about how uh, advertising spending is going down. And that weighed on its stock price which plunged 25% back last week. And then you have The wider social media space all being weighed down by that rather gloomy outlook. And this week, we will get a glimpse into the tax spending mood, where we will figure out and see if investors, consumers, businesses are holding back on tax spending. Are we buying Less or more mobile phones, laptops, for example. Are you, you know, in the space of this uh, shopping spree these days when it comes to gadgets?
1: I generally try and avoid shopping sprees, but I did recently buy myself a laptop. For phones, I'm not one who buys whenever a new iPhone nah. releases or anything like that. I'm happy to let the phone bid its time, and then when it's ready to say goodbye, I will say goodbye. Right, what so about
0: Apple's you? not getting any money from you? <laughs> not,
1: not, not as frequently as they like. Not
0: yet. So I am also in that camp where I try to milk my phone till it is on its last breath when the battery goes and uh, I know just uh, moves on. So I am not also helping these tech names. So they will be looking out for people trying to upgrade their phones, new cameras, new features. Maybe we could get some you know, excitement when we do get those AR features by Meta. So there'll be one down the road. But otherwise, if you look at Apple, they've just raised prices on Apple Music and Apple TV+. Plus. So a reflection of how many companies are adjusting prices to cope with um, their expenses and just pass on costs to consumers. So that's the other question. How long and how much can they pass on these costs? And that, I think... We'll get more. We'll get more clarity um, in the coming days.
1: Just a quick point on Apple. Though we talked about it, laptop and handphones. Mm. That's the main movers, I guess, in terms of buying things. But Apple are very smart, right? You can buy earphones, you can buy watches. There's so much accessory they stand to gain on. And while I may shy away from buying a new phone, I do find myself buying a lot of Apple
0: accessories. What about ah, you? that's a very good point, right? So you might not have an Apple, or you not, might not be have something in the iOS system, but you can still use the accessories, which are quite trendy. So that is, I think, one of the big um, revenue generators for them, you know, trying to lead you into the ecosystem by getting you hooked on accessories. And in fact, the air tanks have been one of the big selling items as you know, revenge travel comes back. People have been trying to keep track of their luggage and putting them um, on the luggage when they travel. So all these little things adds up, and I think... It's a really good way to capture new market share.
1: Yep, certainly. I know it's a short week ahead, but there's plenty to look forward to. Ryan, just moving on, Chinese markets will be in the focus
0: after that major sell-off yesterday. Yeah. So last week, we had the National Congress, one week long. And then in the weekend, we had a bit of a reshuffle when it comes to leadership. No surprises, Xi Jinping getting a third term. Uh, also worth noting is he his allies, the Shanghai Party leader, was... Um, being elevated to become the new premier. So that is, I think, worth watching because it sends a message that he is just putting his allies next to him. And for many observers, they read it as the party now prioritizing national security as well as political security taking precedence over economic growth. And you have to also remember what's been said in the past week, all the messages around Taiwan. And that is also just weighing on sentiment when it comes to where economic growth is. Despite us getting GDP numbers out from China finally, which was was postponed, uh, it beat expectations at 3.9%, but still far below the full year target of 5.5%, which will then be its lowest in decades when it comes to growth. So that, Plus, no changes to COVID zero in China weighing on the outlook for China. And that saw markets in Hong Kong and in mainland China down on Monday. Hong Kong losing over six percent. And in China, mainland markets down over two percent. So selling pressure also overnight on Wall Street, where we saw US listed Chinese stocks down nearly. 14%. So that is what's transpiring when it comes to the mood around Chinese investments. So that is likely to face headwinds until we get some catalysts or reasons for investors to get back in again.
1: Yep, certainly, Ryan. Thank you for that. I just want to quickly ask you, we talk about no surprises in the Chinese Congress, right? Mm.
0: Were you surprised by them sticking to that COVID-0 policy because it is affecting the economy? It's a mix of yes and no because they had a chance to change their minds around this at many junctures um, and they didn't. So in that sense, I'm not surprised they stuck to their guns. Um, at the same time, it is also about the economy, right? You need a healthy economy to avoid any social unrest to some extent. So that is possibly something they may have to well, consider when it comes to the price they have to pay for going down a COVID-0 strategy path. And it's also seeing many foreign investors fleeing China. And also the brain drain in Hong Kong is now also being felt because John Lee himself has put forth measures to attract talent back again with new visa rules that are easier. And that is going to be something that will plague I think both markets for a very long time until they managed to keep a lid on these COVID nineteen zero uh, COVID nineteen cases. Yeah,
1: certainly plenty to look out for in terms of how that one pans out. Ryan Huang there with Market View. Ryan, thank you so much. As promised, we touched on Rishi Sunak set to become the new prime minister, as well as Xi Jinping taking over for a third term. We're also going to be talking to we're also going to be talking crypto in the ten o'clock hour. So keep it here with us on Money FM eighty nine point three.